What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this is a brand new month. We are in June now. Summer is kicking off. Crazy. To a very hot start up here in the yeah. Great White North. Yeah. Um, we are having like fucking Floridian temperatures lately. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you suggested a few months back that we should do a month dedicated to Bong Joon-ho, mm-hmm. who is a very prominent uh, Korean director. He's got some very good movies underneath his belt. And we haven't talked about any of them. No, we haven't. So I came he's, up with the... Uh, oh. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say, like, he's not really like horror uh director i'd say like horror adjacent yeah um there's a couple of those movies that are not nearly horror but uh mm-hmm. we both love them so but uh, yeah given his name is bong joon ho i came up with the idea to have this month-long journey in june yeah because it's fitting yeah feels like and... we just did january that's true. Hey, that was six months ago now. That's Crazy. fucking wild. Holy shit. <laughs> We're halfway through the year already. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Time flies when you get old. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, kicking off our Bong Joon Ho month, we are talking about the host from 2006. Yeah. Probably his only like true horror movie. Yeah. It's like a creature feature. It's not like super horror, but no. I mean, it's definitely there. I mean, it's like other creature feature movies, right? Yeah, yeah. That are in this genre, right? Yeah, but I, this is the first, <clears throat> excuse me, first time watched for both of us, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Me too. Um, But before we do, let's kick off our news and boo. drinking tonight uh so bettina went to the local craft brewery which is like across the road with her friend and picked up some beers nice so i am drinking uh browwork hoffman that's the name of the brewery it's okay. ein liberator okay and <laughs> uh yeah it's a strong beer and it's a doppelbach which i'm guessing is Strong beer in German. It's it's a German brewery, so okay, yeah, nice. Are they around here? Like in you, you said, the brewery is across the street from you. Yeah, it's a brewery. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm listening. I promise. <laughs> um, how is it? It's good. I haven't had this one yet. Nice. Given the fact that it feels like we've been living in Mexico for the last week. I'm drinking a Jose Cuervo sparkling margarita. Nice. And if you haven't had these and you like margaritas, mm-hmm. I highly recommend. Okay. Okay. They're very good. And they're Sarah's, so don't tell her that I'm drinking them. Okay. Uh, she doesn't listen to us anyway, so it's fine. What are you doing? 
You're super distracted by your cell phone right so now. So I'm looking at the 4K releases, right? God. I know what my teachers felt like in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have you been watching? Uh, this week, um, watched a few things. Nothing new, but um, I watched uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Nice. Wow, uh, two and a half stars. Come on. Is, that's not a good movie. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. Uh, yeah. Gaijin. Um, yeah. I watched uh, The Lighthouse because I bought the uh, A24 4K. So finally watched nice. that. Um, fucking great movie. How was it on 4K? It looked great. It looked yeah. great. Yeah. I uh, watched Semi Pro randomly nice. one day. Um, it's not my favorite. Will Ferrell movie, probably my least favorite, to be honest. I just, I don't know. Uh, watched Quantum of Solace today. Nice. I've seen my James Bond. I think it's still my least favorite of the Daniel Craig movies. Um, and then I just watched Train to Sun. That's why we're recording so late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I picked up the, uh, the 4K at... Uh, went shopping wanted to spoil myself so uh yeah fucking nice not much to say about the movie just it's one of my favorites five stars yeah and uh that's it cool yeah what about you uh i'm not even gonna pull up my letterbox because i watched one movie since we last talked and it was called death's roulette and it was on paramount i believe i don't know why i watched it i think i just liked the cover of it um, okay but i gave it one and a half stars not a good movie don't recommend watching it um i found it kind of boring hmm. and yeah that's about it been reading a lot again uh yep. still still reading that uh in the lives of puppets from tj clune um highly recommend that book if you're looking for a palate cleanser mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of comedy in it uh it reminds me of like an extra long episode of uh, something that would be in like Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's got that vibe and it's, I don't know, it's just a very fun book to be reading. Nice. Nice. And uh, yeah, man, honestly, haven't really done much. The kids started soccer. So like that takes up two mm-hmm. nights out of the week. And yeah. Summertime's coming. So weekends are busy. Yeah. Yeah. No time to be sitting around anymore unfortunately nope uh as for news i only have one thing okay but it's all it's all we need to hear it's all i needed to hear i was super super fucking stoked i think the way that you're smiling you know what's coming I, maybe no you don't maybe, okay. i don't know no. terrifier 3 got announced oh yeah i did see that yeah i'm so excited they have a yeah. bigger budget um apparently it's gonna be even more gory and Yes, violent. Which I don't know how they won up that movie, but I don't know how. But I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's no like release date or anything like that. They just announced mm-hmm. that they're making it uh, the other day. So, nice. um, I loved Terrifier two, and I love the first one. Um, so yeah, I I hope they continue on the with the characters that they had before, but. I'm not sure if they're going to or not. So, what do we got for 4Ks? Uh, quite a bit, actually. 
Um, you know, we've been talking lately about, I think one episode about uh, the Transformers movies, or we've been messaging back and forth about yeah. uh, collections. Well, this week, um, you can now get on Steelbook 4K in one collection, Bumblebee and the Transformers Ultimate 6 movie collection. Shit, how much is that? Uh, US 229. So we're looking at like a $300 purchase yeah. up here. Yeah. Damn, okay. Um, there is uh, Dungeons and Dragons gets a 4K release, which I'm definitely going to pick up because I enjoyed that movie quite a bit. Um, 65, which is Adam Driver's new movie. Yeah. Uh, I saw it at the store when I went and it was 55 bucks. What? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe because it's like brand brand new. Like I'm pretty sure that got that came out after Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but like normally they're like thirty to forty for brand new yeah. releases. Yeah, and that so, one wasn't even like a a critically acclaimed movie or anything like that. Like people shit no, on that movie. No, yeah. Uh, the Nutty Professor. Oh, Jesus, but not the Eddie Murphy one. Apparently, oh. it's a remake, which I didn't know. Oh yeah, it was, uh, it's from 1963. Um, a movie called "The Night of the Hunter," which okay. uh, looks like a horror movie, but I've never heard of it. Uh, Cliffhanger, nice. Sylvester. Yep. Um, the Haunting, which I like, don't think I've seen, but has pretty stacked cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie called "The Last Starfighter," which I don't know what it is, but it looks cool. And Thelma and Louise, nice uh, on Criterion Collection, actually, which I've okay. never seen, but I've always wanted to watch it. And last but not least, uh, Wes Craven's "The People Under the Stairs." Oh, sick! Yeah, I love that movie. Um, according to this, is it? It is a Region A locked 4K, which I think we're in Region A, so I don't. Are we Region A? I, don't I can't know. remember if we're A or B. Anyway. DVD region code. Oh, this says we're region one, so I would assume that would be A. Mm. Yeah, I think we are. So, yeah, pretty good week for uh, 4K releases. Yeah, I guess so. Sweet. Yeah, I was almost every fucking day i'm browsing through amazon to see what they have on sale for it and it's just like yeah i think prime day is coming up anyway so that's true actually yeah usually happens in the summer yeah i will be getting some it's been a while since i bought movies actually has it yeah i can't remember the last yeah i bought a lot Um, recently i know you have (laughs) actually i think my last movie purchases were from raven banner oh nice yeah, you got that uh, the Fight Club or not Fight Club, but whatever the fight yeah. one is. Can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I got that and uh, Life Changer. Yeah, I still need to unwrap it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it either, so don't yeah. feel bad. Yeah, I went to Valley Village. Well, you know this. I still need to make a video for us, but uh, yeah. yeah, I picked up a bunch of Blu-rays there and a bunch of horror books. So yeah, yeah, I need to go thrifting. It's There's some gems. Fun. Yeah, I found a lot actually uh, when I was there. I could have gotten so much more stuff, but I was like, no, nah, I gotta stop. Spend a hundred dollars at Value Village, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> time to call her a day. 
All right. Well, I guess we're ready to dive into this movie. Let's do it. in the intro this week we're talking about the host from 2006 starting off the synopsis a monster emerges from souls han han river and begins attacking people one victim's loving family does what it can to rescue her from its clutches yep i like that synopsis yeah me too uh as we previously mentioned uh this movie was directed by bong joon ho Every movie that we talk about this month is going to be directed by him. Yeah. Um, so there's no point in me going through his directing credits every episode. Uh, we're going to be doing four of his movies. But uh, yeah, he's obviously directed this. He's directed Parasite, uh, mm-hmm. Snowpiercer. Um, I don't know how it's pronounced. Like Okia? Okia? It was that movie that came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. About like, I don't know, it looks like a manatee or like a hippopotamus kind of thing yeah okja yeah yeah okja okja okay there we go glad you know you're korean because i don't (laughs) um the cast list if you've watched any of his movies previously you've definitely seen most of this cast because i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. they've all been in other movies of his yeah uh we have song song kang ho who plays park gang do who plays uh, the little girl's father. Um, Byun Hee Bong plays Park Hai Bong or Hee Bong. Uh, he's the grandfather. Park Hei Il plays Park Nam Il. Uh, he's the uncle. Bei Duna plays Park Nam Ju, who is the aunt. And Ko Asung plays Park Hyun Si. So, so, I don't fucking know. Who plays the little girl that gets taken. <laughs> I try my best with these and like as I'm rambling yeah. off, I'm like I sound like such a fucking tool because I'm probably not pronouncing any of these right. Yeah. But yeah. Obviously um, a predominantly Korean cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy that plays the dad in this, he's in pretty much all of his movies. Um yeah. he's like a main character in a lot of them. Yeah. Uh yeah. he's the main guy in Parasite. Yeah. Um, and then we have two honorable mentions. Or I have two honorable mentions. I had one. I don't know his name, but I just recognized him. The old guy at the start? Yeah, from The Walking Dead. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. Scott Wilson plays Douglas, who's a pathologist at the beginning. And he plays Herschel Green in The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And then I have Paul Lazar, who plays the cross-eyed doctor that's like halfway through the movie. That guy freaked me the fuck out. I was like, oh, dude, he's so it looked funny. like his one eye was bigger than the other. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, he, he was cross-eyed as fuck. But uh, he's he's in a lot of movies, just like as a, a side character most of the time. Yeah. Two Americans in a predominantly Korean cast. Yeah. Um, one, thing I, one thing I liked about this one, too, is that like it switched back and forth a little bit, like we had a lot yeah, of yeah because like, like i've 
I've always I remember seeing this movie at like the video store, like Blockbuster and shit. Mm-hmm. And I always thought I always thought it was just like a like a uh, English movie. Yeah. So I wasn't sure going into it if it would be like Korean. And then it starts off at the start with English. I was like, oh, this is an English movie. Okay, cool. And then it switched back and forth. It's mostly Korean, but yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like Western influence in the movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, going back to Bon Joon Ho, I actually want to go through his upcoming projects. Okay. Uh, so next year he has a movie coming out called Mickey 17. The plot is under wraps and it's mostly an American cast. So, okay. We got our guy, Robert Pattinson. Oh, shit. Nice. Tony Collette. Wow. Steven Yun. Nice. Mark Ruffalo. And then, yeah, that's pretty much for like the main people. Um, cast. Yeah. Uh, he has an untitled uh, animated project coming up in production. Mm-hmm. And then in development, The Host 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. He's only written the characters, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, well, I didn't know in Korean it's Womul. I don't know how to say that. G W O E M U L. No idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I'd like to see... I mean, I have an idea of how they are going to do it. Yeah. it's They're going to find, like, an egg or something like that, I'm sure. That's what I thought at the end of this movie. is like, it's going to be, like, Lake Placid kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure... Well, let's just get into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm sure that... Like it's a big ass river that they dump in that dump the chemicals into. So I'm sure that this one fish isn't the only thing that That's... got deformed or evolved. Mutated. Mutated, yeah. That's a good point. But like we don't see anything else in this movie. No. Which is no. kind of weird now that I now that you bring that up. Yeah. Like there's only one species that got mutated yeah i mean just a little plot hole that isn't really ah, yeah that big of a deal but yeah but yeah um yeah this opening scene this movie was hilarious to me i don't know about you yeah. but i laughed quite a bit like more than oh, i yeah. thought i would yeah the like this opening scene and uh, there's a scene that happens later that i'm gonna talk about because i was like literally laughing out loud i was like this is so fucking ridiculous but But yeah this uh the opening scene basically opens up it's uh it's based on a real story apparently like not the the monster that uh (laughs) mutates but this american scientist or uh uh, mortician i think um basically opening scene is there's an american and a, a korean guy mm-hmm. and they're like in like a mortuary kind of thing like examining dead bodies and stuff and then all of a sudden like the the american guys just to the korean guy like you know all these uh formaldehyde chemicals are bottles are dusty like just stop them out <laughs> the korean guy's like <laughs> what like 
no, it's formaldehyde. Like, it's, like, really bad. Like, no. And then he just goes on, like, you're going to do it because I'm telling you to. <laughs> the guy's <laughs> like, what? The and guy's like, see... the okay. water supply goes out to the river. Yeah, yeah. Just didn't give a shit. No. And they just see him with, like, his gas mask on and just, like, dumping it down the, the sink. And you see all, like, the chemicals and, like, it pans. And there's, like... <laughs> hundreds of bottles it's like <laughs> what the fuck i know like it's just like it starts panning and you think like okay he's dumped like 20 bottles and then it just keeps mm-hmm. going and going and going like for like a yeah. solid 30 seconds of just panning all these bottles yeah and i was like why is this guy even doing it like he knows that it's terrible <laughs> what he's doing but... yeah well i'm like the other guy leaves like the american guy leaves so like yeah, he just, just dump a, a couple fuck. bottles and then fucking yeah take the rest to a chemical disposal or something yeah uh yeah so reading up like the guy the real guy that did this like the american um the korea tried to get him uh like exercised uh like try to get him uh charged um but basically the u.s protected him and i don't think he was ever charged with anything jesus yeah terrible um and then it kind of pans I don't know how much it jumps into the future, if it does at all, but it's like June. Oh, does it say that? Yeah. Okay, I only saw the June 2002. Um, But it was like some guys fishing and then one guy like... Go ahead. Sorry, this isn't six years later. This this is only two years later. Okay, so 2002. And then it jumps six years? Yeah, like... From like the fisherman to the suicide guy? That's four years. Okay, okay. Because the the dumping happens in the year 2000, and the movie takes place in 2006. Okay, okay, right, right, right. Uh, So, yeah, there's, like, a couple fishermen. He, like, captures this thing in the cup, and he's like, look at this. Like, then he drops it, and then the one guy's like, how many legs does that thing have? And then it's like, (laughs) okay, and then... He's so worried about his cup. Yeah, yeah, then jumps to, like, uh, a few years later... There's a guy jumping off the bridge, and then there's people trying to stop him. And then he sees something in the water, and he kind of says, like, he's like, oh, you see how big that thing is or something like that. He's like, have a good life, and then just jumps off and assume he's dead. Um, you think that would kill somebody? Like, it didn't seem that high. I didn't, I, no, I didn't seem that high, but yeah. I'm guessing the, the monster did. Uh, then, yeah, it jumps to 2006, and we meet our uh, family. Um, they're very, I don't know. I don't know how to describe this family. It's, uh, eccentric, eccentric and like, just like silly. Like it reminded me very much of like the family from Parasite. Yeah. Um, yeah. well, the dad is in this. So, I mean, that didn't help, but like, <laughs> uh, the guy that played Gondu, the main dad, like, I thought he was hilarious in this movie. I thought he was yeah. so good. Like just his character. Yeah. Hey, he's almost like a beach bum. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Just like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. So they have like a convenience store kind of set up like by on the beach. By the beach river kind of thing. And uh he's always sleeping. Um he like has like blonde hair and is kind of like I think they say later in the movie that he's kind of like he has I don't know, issues. <laughs> like he's kind of slow. Well, he, yeah, like way later on in the movie they the Americans, well, the cross-eyed doctor comes in. He's like, "Oh yeah, the the parasites got him, and he's showing signs of dementia." 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think he's just an idiot. Yeah. And later on, like his dad, um, with his two siblings, like he's like sleeping in the 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 dad, the granddad asks his other kids, like, do you think he's pathetic? Do you think he really is pathetic? And they're like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the daughter, like, the yeah. daughter's like an Olympic archer. The yeah. other son is like he well he graduated from college or university but like he doesn't have a job yet and then there's this guy yeah yeah uh so yeah there's gondu is well you already went through them the dad um there's the grandpa and then gondu has a daughter the mother left and then gondu has a brother and a sister um as well and they kind of look after this uh convenience store um and yeah they end up finding the body of the suicide guy um his like bottom half was missing Mm -hmm. uh they say on the news uh and then it just the movie gets right into it and not gonna lie this is one of the craziest and coolest like openings to like a Mm -hmm. a monster kind of creature feature movie yeah yeah uh did you know what this thing looked it looked like going into it? No, like all all I've seen of this thing is the cover. So like I knew it yeah. had like a long tail. Yeah. But like I I was kind of picturing almost like a Nessie sort of thing. Yeah, me too. I thought it was like kind of like a squid kind of thing. Or yeah, something like that. I had no idea what this thing looked like. Yeah. But it's it's I talk about it in my reviews. It's a very cool creature design. Like I think yeah. the design is fucking awesome. Yeah. But just like the CGI execution of it came out I, of down. I couldn't tell what it like. It just had so much going on. I think it had <laughs> too much going on. Yeah. Um, but like it didn't bother me that much uh-huh. watching it. Like it had uh, like it had great big hind legs, and then it had like yeah. a great big like it had like bigger front arms, but then it had like two little t-rex arms at the side yeah that just served no purpose mm-hmm. it had a really long tail and then it yeah. had like like almost a mouse within a mouth but then the mouth almost split open like the yeah. fucking uh the things from um uh the last of us yeah like it almost like flowered out like that mm-hmm. and then it had like a super long tongue yeah it's just yeah it's like they took like five different creature designs and just mm-hmm. threw it into a randomizer and this yeah. is what they got. Yeah. Uh I mean it's yeah, it's like this movie came out in 2006 so like the CGI wasn't that great. Like there's yeah. some really bad CGI in this like apart from the the creature but uh, uh <laughs> this creature is hilarious looking. Um but I think it's cool like it fucking they're like chilling to see like people like going up to like the river and they're like what's that and you just see this thing like hanging from the bridge and gondu is like he ends up eating like uh squid legs or something so mm-hmm. the grandpa's like probably go bring them free beer or whatever so it brings them beers like has a beer with his daughter who's like what like 14 13 <laughs> if that, yeah. yeah if that <laughs> and like He's just so clueless and like so is other people. They see this thing hanging and like drops down and then he like throws the beer into the water like yeah. and then everyone else starts throwing their food and like feeding it. It's like, <laughs> did you not see this thing? It was hanging from the bridge. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a good opening scene. And then it's just like all out chaos after that. Oh. Yeah. All out chaos. Um yeah, this scene just like gets on land and is like running. People are running away. It's like bowling over people. It just like eats a person right out of <laughs> like just runs and eats a person. Uh there's like a trailer and then like people run into it and then the thing like runs into the trailer. You just see like blood and stuff like coming from the trailer is really cool. Yeah. Uh and then Gondu meets runs into like a tourist i'm guessing like an american tourist you kind of look like uh who's the guy that did cabin fever eli roth eli roth yeah yeah. (laughs) i look like him yeah i see that um and then this whole scene with them was so ridiculous but awesome Mm what do you think of like this whole opening scene oh man i loved it like i was just like enthralled in this opening scene because mm. there's just so much going on and there's like comedy mixed in mm-hmm. with like terror and yeah. like there's a lot of action going on it's just like a whole bunch of different genres and i find that this movie has that throughout it like there's like this is a multi-genre movie i think mm-hmm. um and then yeah like we see them fighting this thing and they take like this fucking because they're at the beach so it's almost like a parking sign it's got a big <laughs> concrete slab on the bottom of it. And the two guys just somehow catapult yeah. this thing at the monster. Yeah. And uh, the American ends up getting bitten in half. Yeah. And then uh, Gong Du manages to fucking swing it again and hits the tail. Blood splashes all over his face. Yeah. Which is like, we'll get into yeah. that in a little yeah. bit, but. Yeah, it's just all out fucking chaos. I love that scene whenever it goes into the trailer and it's like yeah. just massacring all these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just it's such a fun opening. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I didn't expect uh, expect it to be honest. It's a great way to get you in the movie. It was because, like, if I'm being honest, like the rest of the movie, um, I think it's 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 good. It's fine, but this was pretty much like, like it, it blew its load in the first. <laughs> 20, 15 minutes that's fair it does slow down significantly. like it, the rest of it's like mostly like a drama kind of thing like they're basically yeah. searching and it's more about like the disease and i think it's like typical bon june uh like throwing those like little undertones about like government and social see- commentary and- exactly yeah, yeah which is like why i like him as a director but uh mm-hmm. but yeah uh so in this opening scene as well um Gondu goes and gets his daughter and they're running away and they're running away and then he it cuts away and you just see like a hand and then all of a sudden it he looks back and it's not his daughter and he's like oh what the fuck and he, he grabbed the wrong girl which they bring up later and like I kind of feel bad for the guy man I mean it's an honest mistake because he did have his daughter but then they tripped and fell yeah. And like with all these people running by, he just like grabbed a small hand and started running again. Yeah. yeah. And I love the look that the little like the actual little girl's father gives him. Because he's yeah. just like running away with her and like staring back at him, like, what the fuck? Are you trying to take my kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh and then the creature comes up behind his daughter and uh takes her away and jumps in the water. And I was like, Okay, well, how is she going to live under the water? I didn't understand. But then mm-hmm. 
he like follows it and like jumps in the water trying to run like swim across it. It's like you see it on the land, just like start throwing out people that it's eaten and then just starts eating some people. And yeah, it's pretty like gnarly. Making man. room. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, I really like this uh this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, now the military is pretty much everywhere, they're quarantining off um everywhere. Uh the other daughter, I think uh Namju is back from her archery. She got bronze medal. And of course, you knew that the archery would play a part in the ending, which it's kind of like you knew it was gonna happen, but it's also yeah. pretty sick. Uh there's also a little bit of foreshadowing, like when she's during like doing her competition, mm-hmm. because she like she's in like the third round of the competition or whatever, like her mm-hmm. third shot, let's just say. And she's like destroying the competition. She's getting bullseyes and shit, mm-hmm. but there's a timer and mm-hmm. she ends up running at a time on her last shot. And the commentator's like, Oh, like this is one of her downfalls. Like she, she takes too long to make the release. Yeah. And this huh. is foreshadowing for something later on in the movie too. Yeah. Which I yeah. thought was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, now there's uh, the funeral happening, uh, and surprisingly, there was a lot more people that died. That like yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of people that died because it was like kind of like the like a funeral, of, like a mass kind of remembrance, mm-hmm. and it has everyone's picture up there. And uh, <laughs> I see you smiling because <laughs> you probably had the same feeling I had during. Dude, this I scene. laughed like, so hard. Man, this scene, like I even wrote down, I was like, is this? funeral scene supposed to be funny like i was laughing so hard but like i couldn't <laughs> tell if like the actors were just like overacting on purpose for this yeah. scene or like i don't know man what do you what do you think oh my god dude i i uh, it was so funny that it feels like it had to be on purpose yeah i read in the trivia that uh during this scene because Gondu's brother and sister show up to the funeral and then yeah. they all start like freaking out and they start like finding each other and then the brother who is uh Namil, I think. Yeah. He ends up kicking Gondu and like that wasn't like in the script. He that just happened and they left oh, the really? movie. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, because it's just it's the grandfather, Gondu, and his sister are just like standing there crying. And then the brother comes up and he's drunk, shows up yeah. drunk and like starts hanging off a gun or gone. Do starts hanging off of him. And he's like, get off me, like get off me. And the grandfather just like bawling his eyes out. And he's looking at the picture of, uh, of, uh, Hansu. fuck what's her name. Hansu. Uh, Hansu. And he's just like, Oh, because of you, it brought us all together. And I'm just like, dude, she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. He's just so happy that, like, their family is together in this moment. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. my God. And then they all fall over onto each other because yeah. they're just, like, in hysterics. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a like, scene that should have been in, like, death death at a funeral. Yeah. And then, like, in the background, you're, like, over the, the speaker, like, Whoever's in the blue Mazda, please come forward. <laughs> and you just like hear the back of like four times. Oh, and then man. like people come out and this guy, this woman is walking up and the guy's like, 
why would you park like that? And it's like, dude, this is like a mass funeral. Like, I don't know. If I did. I now saying that, like, I do feel like uh, I think it's got to be kind of like satirical, maybe a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking fantastic scene, though. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Uh, and this kind of is is when it starts getting to the uh, government you know kind of quarantine um part of the movie which is more like the drama kind of ish stuff um so basically all these people this guy in uh in like a yellow suit and it kind of reminded me of monsters inc yeah actually like whenever they come in they're like 2319 we got 2319 <laughs> like just freaking the fuck out yeah and the guy comes in with like his huge ass thing and he's like, okay, like people, just calm down. We're we're leaving. We got a quarantine. Anyone who was at the beach, uh, please raise your hand. And like no one does. And he's like, you know, this is kind of important, people. Like, <laughs> someone you may be infected, you don't want to infect your family. And like people start like raising their hand, and the the one brother is like, What the fuck is going on? Like, tell us what's happening. And the guy's like, uh, you'll know sign up, just let's let's watch the news yeah so we're like the tv he's like <laughs> okay the news should be coming on any minute and uh okay the news isn't on and he's just kind of like standing there <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck do i do oh that's great uh, um and then every, all the other like uh military people come in and start like tear gas in the place and then they point at gondu they're like that's him you know he got I don't know what. Now Gondu admits that he got blood on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because someone comes in like, okay, we heard that there's someone that might have got some of the creature's blood on them. And then Gondu's just like, oh yeah, it was me. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the grandpa's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, it's a good scene, like, man. I feel like that scene with like the guy in the hazmat suit, like checking for the news, I think it's just like, because like, this is definitely like a commentary on how the world reacts or society reacts to mm -hmm. certain things. Like we saw it with COVID. We've seen it with yeah. like past shit, like with like SARS and all that stuff. Yeah. Which is like nobody seems to know what's going on. And they're just like, like yeah. this guy was just like, he's got no fucking clue what's going on. And that's why mm -hmm. he's like, let's just watch the news. They'll, they'll yeah. tell us. Because like the fucked up thing about this movie and the whole situation, um, I mean, we're going into kind of spoil like well obviously spoilers but into like a main point in this movie a big part of the movie is at the end uh, when you see the lazy eye doctor yeah. doing the experiment on Gondu and he's telling the other doctor like oh hey I can't tell you I'm not supposed to tell you this but only people do but there's no disease like it's yeah. just made up and, and then Gondu's like, oh, it's not made up. And then the doctor's like, you speak English? <laughs> <laughs> but but, uh, but anyway, like, because they, they say it's like a mixture of like SARS and uh, whatever other diseases were like around back then in the early yeah. 2000s. Um, but it's kind of funny that like, you know, it's exactly what COVID was like, you yeah. know, and other diseases were... Yeah, people 
I don't want to say the wrong thing because we have some uh, listeners, but uh, lately, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so there's definitely a lot of stuff within government in the world that is over exaggerated mm-hmm. and possibly self-made for specific reasons. I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's Cosmos a whole, chaos. a whole other conversation. Uh, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, but what, well, like, what do you feel about like that whole kind of part of the movie? Like, like that undertone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, really enjoyed it to be honest because i feel like it's so relevant and mm-hmm. like maybe in five years like once the whole covid thing has like well it's already like simmered down but like it's still pretty fresh in our minds mm-hmm. the like if we were to watch this movie like five years from now as opposed to right now it may like i may have a different thought on it or like mm-hmm. if i watched it before covid yeah but like seeing the way the world reacted to covid and like how the government treated us and like with the rules and the regulations and like the lockdowns and all this shit and it's just like this movie is so relevant mm-hmm. to all of that yeah now whether they do it in like a satirical way which they do periodically through this movie there's also like a very serious process to it Mm-hmm. well like it's not it's yeah. not all comedy like there is a very serious aspect to it yeah yeah and i i just yeah i feel like it's a very relevant movie mm-hmm. yeah considering it came out in 2006 yeah yeah like i think the actor that played gondu did a really good job because he brought that like he's funny but he also has um like the physical comedy too mm-hmm. like because uh they after this they take him to like another quarantine area and they're going to do tests on him and stuff. And then the one doctor is like, okay, you can't eat for 12 hours or wherever that something like that. And then like later in the night, the grandpa's sleeping <laughs> and he just like opens a can of like squid or something, just like trying to quietly eat. <laughs> it's like a can of tuna, but instead it's like full baby squid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Hansu is alive. Uh, the creature is keeping them in a big ass sewer, um, yeah. kind of in this like, I don't know, crevasse kind of thing. There's, I think she's the only alive person because it ends up capturing um, a couple of the uh, like the quarantine workers. Uh, one of them is like dead right away, and another one is like kind of alive. She like finds a cell phone on one of them. Um, but she's like the only one that's like pretty much alive, alive. Yeah, because the creature like he eats people whole and then like regurgitates them later, and then like eats them again. So it's almost like it's almost like a cow. Like, isn't it cows that do that? They like eat their food. Yeah, they eat their food and they puke it up and then they like eat it again. Yeah, there's a couple animals that do that. I think. Yeah, I think it's a cow that does Mm -hmm. that. It's like it's almost like their stomach acid like breaks it down more mm-hmm. and they're able to eat it better. Yeah. I wonder if there's amphibians that do this and this is why they they use this idea with this. Probably is. This is like this is like a it's almost like a frog. Like it looks like a deformed frog, kinda. Yeah. 
Now that you say that, I wonder if this creature is multiple animals. Because doesn't later on, whenever they... I think they first spray it with uh, some chemical. and I don't think it was the yellow... Whatever the, the chemical at the end is called. Agent yellow. Yeah. I think at one, one point, a fish, like a carp-looking fish, falls off of it. Do yeah. so you think it could be like a mixture of like a frog because it has that long tongue mm-hmm. and like the legs and like the tail? Like, you think it could be could be multiple animals just like morphed into one or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's it's more like a like a tadpole, I guess, mm. like a, like a mutated tadpole. Yeah, interesting. Maybe. Uh, so the family they're trying to escape from the hospital um they succeed and they they get into a car they like find i don't know who the people are that are kind of like um rebels kind of and then they're like okay they're adding up like how much it's going to be they're like oh it's going to be seven thousand five hundred dollars and they're like (laughs) oh now this this and this it's going to be eleven thousand the grandpa just gives them his credit cards yeah uh they get a car and then they pull up to like a checkpoint and the guy that they see there at the checkpoint, um, from what I like, can make out, I think they knew him because he recognizes Gondu. Yeah. And then Gondu gives him um, the little like noodle bowl with all his dimes and quarters in it that <laughs> he was saving up for his uh, his daughter. Yeah. Um. They let him go by. They get guns with uh, with that purchase of the car too. Oh, do they? Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else happens? I think they get. I think the family ends up in the sewers trying to find, uh, the daughter because they get a call from her when they're in the hospital before they yeah. escape, and they find out that she's alive, and. Gone, dude. Like, tries telling like the nurses and the doctors and all that, but they just think that he's like crazy, right? So they don't really do anything about it. Yeah, because they all believe that this thing is an infection. Mm-hmm. Like, if you touch it, then you get infected. Yeah. And like, they still think that he's infected. So I like the one scene when they're like had a quarantine zone or something. They find all these like tools that mm-hmm. like spread the disinfectant, and like Gone, dude, just like sitting there like walking through it like multiple times <laughs> trying to disinfect himself yeah <laughs> uh so yeah they make it into like the military zone trying to find her um and then it cuts to uh two brothers i think yeah um i mean they end up, end up getting captured by the uh the monster mm-hmm. um and to be honest, the monster is pretty scary whenever it's like fucking running like that. Like, oh yeah, after them. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, I hope. Well, like if he's doing the host too, like it's gonna be in newer times. So I'm assuming they're gonna use CGI. So it'll yeah. look good for like five mm-hmm. years. Yeah, but I hope they keep like a similar creature design because I want to see how they can make it look in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause Definitely. yeah, like whenever it's running, like they do like this slow motion thing every once in a while, and like mm-hmm. you get like a, a back view of like 
it chasing them sometimes and it's just yeah it's it, it's scary yeah yeah uh so we get uh one of my favorite scenes um the family is in like this i don't know like rv type thing and uh there's like all chilling around like on a table and then the granddad starts making like noodles and they just like the camera is just like on them and they're not doing anything but then like they're just waiting for the noodles to be cooked and then it's like done and they just start start slurping the noodles it's like i don't know just that little scene i just like a lot yeah it's like in, in the midst of all the chaos they're still just like a family living their life almost mm-hmm. yeah there's like no dialogue it's just like them slurping up noodles you know <laughs> and then uh Gondu, I think, is like dreaming. I think at this point he sees uh Sue Young and they just like start feeding her like food and stuff like that. Yeah. Um and then they they look out and they see the creature kind of like a fucking turkey, just like with his heads up, like <laughs> trying to eat <laughs> drink the water from the yeah. rain. <laughs> and uh the granddad ends up shooting it um and then it comes and charges and like knocks over the little like rv thing yeah and they like shoot it again and they think it's dead but then it's like not dead it's just like pretending uh then they chase after it and um it jumps in the water and it's like i love how it like swings like a fucking monkey mm-hmm. it's cool yeah uh so then they're like they're leaving trying to shoot it but then it jumps back up and starts chasing him again and then captures the granddad and uh poor grandpa didn't make it yeah it was it was kind of sad not gonna lie it was and it's unfortunately all gongdu's fault hey what does he do again well because they're shooting at them and then they oh he gives them the wrong gun yeah yeah Yeah. and then gongdu thinks he has more bullets and he gives the father like his father his gun and the dad goes to shoot and it's just like click and like you're fucked yeah i think gondu looks at the gun like fuck i gave him the wrong one (laughs) it is a brutal death too man oh yeah he like cracks his head off the ground and then steals him and then fucking flings him down onto a different part of the ground yeah 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 that's brutal um anything else from that scene that that you wanted to mention or I don't think so. This is like this is one of those scenes where like the drama really comes in. Like yeah. It's kind of a comedic thing because like the <laughs> black sheep of the family, the idiot of the family mm-hmm. is the cause of his father's death and like it's not funny, but it's kind of funny just the way that it all happens. Yeah. But then like like the actor who plays Gong Du is so fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. And like once he realizes that his dad's dead, like that whole scene where he's like hugging him yeah. and he's like trying to get him back to life. And he's like, yeah, think about Hyun Su and like all this stuff. And mm-hmm. he's like trying to wake him up. Was, and they, like he like runs away. And then you see like the military people like coming up after them, obviously. And then he like looks back first, like crying. And then it starts running away. They like looks back and then he just like runs back to his dad and it's like, mm-hmm dad dad and like tries to wake him up and stuff like that but mm-hmm. he just gets captured by the uh the military yeah yeah um 
so now they are talking about the uh, Agent Yellow, which is apparently a chemical that was used in Afghanistan and stuff like that. Yep. Um, so they're going to use that to try and kill the uh, the creature and disinfect the whole Han River area. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know how long it is after he gets captured, but pretty much everyone gets like split up. Like, um, Naomi leaves, the sister goes off on her own as well. And Noam Il meets up with some old friends, I think, of a person he went to college with. And he gives him, or he helps find the location of the call that uh, Sun, what's her name? Hyunso, um makes. So he yeah. pretty much says, well, in order for her to make the call, she had to be in within so many yards of a, a transmitter. So he kind of finds out where she is hiding in the in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Um, then he's getting because they're still they're like known as the infected family. Uh, so yeah. the dad is dead. Uh, Gondu is captured, and the other two siblings are like uh, not vigilantes. Um, uh like fugitives yeah fugitives yeah and there's a reward for their capture too yeah yeah which is like a part like after everything explained by the uh the american doctor like what was the point of all this is it just them trying to is it the americans coming in and trying to like um that's the word i'm trying to think of divert like divert like people's attention from like like trying to divert like people's accusations like towards like the americans did it and like trying to say oh it was like it's a virus and stuff like that like trying to cover up what they might have done maybe I do have thoughts, but okay. The majority of our listeners are American. I think well, it's just I, I think it's just American military sticking their noses in. Not even just like a American, like we could say North American, like because we like yeah, or we could right. say like Western, yeah, or no Eastern. Sorry, no, we're West. Oh yeah, we're West. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, the Western um, people. Yeah. Yeah, just I guess Western civilization sticking its nose in where it doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the Koreans called in like the, the American military to come and help. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did. Yeah. Um, but there's no I don't think there's any uh reference to that in this movie. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's just like I'm trying to word it properly because like like they just go in and like even with with Gong Dude and the cross-eyed doctor, he's just like, 
yeah, you got dementia. Like, we're just going to fucking do a lobotomy on you. And we're going to take yeah. out the frontal cortex of your brain. And yeah. And meanwhile, he's like screaming and crying and telling him, like, my daughter's still alive. Like, I'm mm. not crazy. And then they just fucking tap into his brain. Yeah. Because I guess just... a start, I thought with, so there's like the American doctor or scientist and then a the Korean one again. And the American is like, he's like super concerned. He's like, your daughter's still alive? Like, did you not tell the police? Yeah. He's like, did you not call the military? Did what about uh like protest groups? Did you not yeah. try them? And he's like, huh? And he's like, the virus isn't anywhere we found. Oh, it's right here. It's gotta be right here in your frontal lobe. Yeah. And he's like, we gotta like, I don't know what they do to him. Like, they gotta like do surgery on his brain. Well, they like it looks like they drill into the front of his skull. Mm -hmm. Um, and then later on, which I've already talked about, but the American doctor tells the Korean doctor, like, you know, only a few people know this. I shouldn't tell you, but there is no virus. Like, there's no infection. Mm. And then Gondu is like, "Wait, what do you mean? There's no infection? Like, just talking English?" And their doctor is like, "Wait, what?" You understood that? <laughs> but then they do the surgery anyway. So it's like, yeah, I, I just don't understand the point of that. And then Gondu breaks out and he has like the blood vial that they take from him because they do like a like a skin graft kind of thing, like a sample. And like while he's still alive, um, <laughs> I love how they give him the anesthesia. And he's like, Okay, I'll get the anesthesia, then I'll go. And just like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll just walk out of here after anesthesia. Yeah. And it doesn't affect him at all, which is like weird. And they're like kind of flabbergasted as to why it didn't affect him, but they still do like the skin graph on him or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he wakes up and takes like the blood vial they took from him and threatens to kill him. And then he gets out in the open and it's like it looks like a movie set almost. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, it, it was so fucked up. Like they open up the front doors and like, he's inside this, like, it's like a super fucking medical facility. Like everybody's yeah. like geared up and like, yeah. everything's sterile and it's bright. I think light. it's like some massive building. Yeah. And he opens up the front doors and they're having a fucking barbecue out front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like and i think that's another form of like that's the satire that's in this movie right it's just yeah like, like the <laughs> ending kind of did like lose me a little bit like not like it didn't i didn't not like it it just like my mind was just racing and trying to like think of like what it all meant um because also at the ending they like all of these korean people are like protesting Mm -hmm. for to try and get like Gondu released yeah and I was like okay did the government create this like anarchy to try and get people to this area where they could release the agent yellow like uh, what were your thoughts on it I never thought of that I was just thinking it was because like the creature first appears on the Han River, and this is where they're protesting at. So I just kind of assumed that 
like the government went there because that's where everybody was protesting. But like, I think like that whole uh, medical facility scene, because it's all Americans that are outside. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And all the doctors that were inside were all Korean doctors. Mm -hmm. So I think the Americans know that there's no virus, but the Koreans still think that there is. And I think Mm -hmm. that was the the disconnect of like why the Americans are all outside just having a great fucking time, having a barbecue, listen to music. Well, meanwhile, the Koreans are inside Mm -hmm. and they're like working their damnedest to try and figure out this virus. I have a thought on this. Another thought. Go on. So like, as we're talking about this, I like realized that throughout this movie, no one gives a fuck about the creature. Like no one in Korea, none of the scientists, military, nothing. They're they're not even looking for it. No, right? Not at all. So, like, do you think, like, is it possible that the Western society is you is like using this creature as a way to like get into get themselves into the Eastern like society and. Mm like government and like try and like not take over but just get in there like sneak in their influence and their medicine and shit like yeah so it's almost like the guy from the beginning like he was maybe sent in there to to start it that's true like why else would you do that yeah points to ponder yeah i don't know i kind of want to watch it again so i can kind (laughs) of like just really pay attention to it you know yeah um so yeah uh during all this um in the background uh hyunso is with the younger brother the older brother he didn't make it mm-hmm. but she's alive in like a little tunnel thing um they end up like gathering up all the people's clothes and then they get like the policeman's baton mm-hmm. and like i was thinking like these kids are so fucking smart like yeah. holy shit yeah <laughs> They almost make it out of there, and the creature, like, I don't know, man, it, it could have killed them, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, sleeping down there, and then, like, they almost get away, but then it doesn't, it captures them, but then doesn't kill them again. So it's like, mm-hmm. what? what's it What's it doing? Like, Yeah. I, I don't really know. Like, there was a lot of times where I felt sorry for the creature. Like, I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, I don't know, man, it's nature, right? Like yeah. fucking survival of the fittest. This yeah. thing doesn't know mm-hmm. what it's doing is wrong but by yeah. eating people. It's just fucking eating. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, uh, Nathan from a hope you suffer. Yeah. About the review. For, oh, you saw it too. Yeah. yeah. I read that. The creature did nothing wrong or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, it didn't, you know, I agree. But like, I love that scene because they, like you mentioned, they create this like rope, we'll say, with all the clothing and they throw it up and there's like this graded uh, platform, walkway, and the baton sticks into one of the grates and then like the rope's hanging down. It's the fucking perfect plan, but it's just Mm -hmm. not quite long enough because they're kids and they're short. And then 
So while they're trying to figure out how they're going to get up it, the creature comes back down. They run and hide in their little tunnel. The creature then leaves them alone, falls asleep, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then Hyun So, she like throws a can at the creature and it doesn't wake up. So she's like, okay, I'm going to take this opportunity because he's sleeping underneath the rope. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this scene so much, man. Yeah. This was so cool how they shot it. So like, she fucking takes off and runs and runs up its back and then jumps and grabs a hold of the rope. And she's like starting to climb. And then she like stops climbing and we're focused on her face. And then you realize, or then she lets go of it and she's still like suspended in the air. And then it pans mm-hmm. out and the creature is still asleep. Yeah. But he's picked, he's grabbed her with his tail. Yeah. And he doesn't like throw her. He doesn't like hurt her. He like yeah. gently and slowly sets her back down on the ground. Mm-hmm. But then he yeah. wakes up and chases her. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. Was, I just thought it was a really cool scene. Like you almost see like a, a softer side of this creature. Mm-hmm. Cause like you said, he could have easily fucking killed both these kids. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, at one point, uh, Namil is like run away from police and rebels and stuff like that. And then he ends up jumping down off an overpass and like gets fucked up, smashes his head. Um, as he's, we, well, he th- I thought he was dead. I thought he was dying to be honest. Yeah. Uh, he like texts his sister, um, because he finds the location of the Hyunso is like the something bridge. Um, so he texts her. I thought he died, but he was still alive. Um. And then the sister Nam Namju is like sleeping in like the big ass bridge and like those I don't know she's in the bridge it's a weird ass thing, um, but she goes into the sewer and she has him lined up. The fucking creature is like running slow mo towards her. She has him lined up, and all of a sudden the creature is fucking runs right through her. <laughs> Smashes her into like this little like little crevasse and she falls down and creature can't reach her, but uh she gets fucked up. Creature can't reach her. <laughs> but this is the foreshadowing yeah. from the beginning of the movie because she takes way too long to take the shot. Yeah. yeah. And like this is a giant ass creature, and you're a yeah. fucking professional archer. Like you're not gonna miss mm-hmm. it. No, yeah. Uh, Gondu makes it to where his daughter is, but she's gone at this point. She's not there. Um, and then they end up getting across the river, and this is where like all the protests and all like the people who are supporting Gondu are. And then all of a sudden, you see this like yellow, like bag machine thing, like in the middle of like this, I don't know, square. Yeah. And uh, the creature is there. It ends up. I forget what happens to it at this point, but well, they're they're releasing the agent yellow gas on all of the protesters, and then like as the creature gets closer, they like release this huge cloud of this like brown mm-hmm. smoke, and I don't know what yeah. it is. I think it was the agent yellow. I thought the yellow shit was the agent yellow. Well, yeah. But that was the stuff that was like fucking the, the creature up. It was like making everybody bleed from the ears and like yeah. shit like that. Like, 
Yeah, man. It, this was a weird scene. Like, I don't know. I feel like the government, like, I don't know, they somehow got everyone to come to this one area so they could. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I love this scene, too, because uh, Gong Du is like running on top of the bridge and he's following the monster that's like in the water. And then there's a cop that's on the on the like, I don't know, riverbank, we'll say. And he's shooting at the monster and Gong Du keeps yelling at him, like, stop shooting, stop shooting, because he knows that Han Su or Han So oh, is, yeah, with, yeah. is in the monster's mouth. And the cop just keeps shooting and he just fucking like linebackers tackles <laughs> through him. And he's like, I told you not to shoot. Yeah. And he kicks him as he's running by. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed the scene too. Cause the monster gets up on land <clears throat> and <throat> like the agent yellow hurts it, but doesn't kill it. Yeah. And then uh, he gets Han So out. And she's not man. like wake. She's not waking up. Yeah, this end scene, it wrecked me, man. <laughs> I did not expect that, man. Yeah, Hansu did not make it. Yeah, he didn't live, man. Yeah, it was sad. Like he pulls both of them out. Um, there's the kid whose name was I wrote it down. Seju. Yeah, he pulls them both out, and Hansu's she's dead, man. She doesn't make it. Which yeah. kind of surprised me, man. It surprised me too, because like the whole reason that this movie is made is like, or the whole purpose of this movie is finding her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so the creature is alive, and you see uh, Namia with like Molotov cocktails, throwing fireballs at it, mm -hmm. and then one of his like compadres, like up top, jumps gasoline on it, and the creature just like stands there, like at the gasoline <laughs> <laughs> and then Namil's like oh okay I see what you're doing I see what you're doing fucking winds up you know mark on first base tries to throw in the fucking ball and just <laughs> drops it <laughs> I fucking laugh so hard at that <laughs> me too <laughs> his last Molotov cocktail drops it he's like yeah. oh fuck <laughs> but then it sets up the perfect fucking ending man yeah the daughter pulls up dips her bow and arrow in the burning fire and lines it up and shoots the creature with a fireball mm -hmm. catches on fire and then creature you know I, I thought it was over and then i think i feel like this last scene is like classic like korean like mm -hmm. over the top like dramatic like ending yeah. Like, did you feel that too? Yeah, I did feel that for sure. Yeah. The creature is like running slow-mo like to the water. It's like, okay, he's going to get in the water. Then all of a sudden, Gone Do like comes out slow-mo with the fucking sign from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> he like smashes the cement on it and then sticks it in like its mouth and like stops it somehow. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it kills it for sure. Yeah, ridiculous, but awesome at the same time mm -hmm. and uh yeah and then the ending scene is gondu is with uh seju and has basically adopted him as his own son right mm -hmm. they just like i love this ending scene the son the kid is like sleeping and 
Gondu's like making dinner and stuff like that. Then like mm-hmm. news is on the background. They're like talking about the Americans are talking about how we they like say like, oh, this didn't happen, you know, it was the infection was not real, stuff like that. And then like the kid is just like, Can we watch something else or turn the TV off and just focus on eating? Yeah. And then Gondu's like, okay, and then like tries to turn off the TV and Yep. That uh yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add. Yeah, you don't? Okay. All right. Well, that's how the I just had a mind blank. That's how the blood splatters. There you go. I've been saying that for like 150 episodes now. Sorry, man. This fucking <laughs> episode wrecked my brain trying to. I honestly didn't think that this would be that kind of episode, but. Uh, I figured we'd be done like after an hour. Yeah, me too. But lots to think about, lots to talk about. Yeah. I mean, the more we talked about it, the more like the whole cultural thing kind of came out and like all the different mm-hmm. theories and whatnot. Yeah. All right. Well, how did you rate this movie um for story i will give it a eight out of ten um even after like talking about this movie like i want to raise my score even more to be honest so i'll go with an 8.5 okay uh just like the characters i love all the characters i thought they were so like funny and like witty and there's just like their uh I don't know commod camaraderie 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 <laughs> um was great uh I love like the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. stuff that we've kind of unraveled in like I don't know, man I feel like we could have another episode just like talking about this movie again and we'd have different thoughts on it and come up with mm-hmm. different ideas um yeah. Yeah, so I'll go eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Uh quality, I'll go I'll go a six out of ten. Okay. Um well acted movie. I thought the dialogue and the writing was fantastic. The directing was great. Like the cinematography I thought looked really good. Um but like the CGI and the monster did not look that great. Uh cool cute creature design. But uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Um, because like this movie, like I feel like I've heard since I was like twelve years old. <laughs> like I don't know, this is one of those movies that I've always seen the poster and like mm-hmm. everything, in it, but I've just never seen it. So I'm really glad that I finally watched it. Um, yeah. so yeah, eight and a half and a six out of ten. Okay. Cool. Cool. How about you? Uh, my story, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, this movie has a lot more layers than I ever would have expected it to have. Like, even yeah. before we had this discussion and we started, like, unraveling some things, like, mm-hmm. as I was watching it, I was like, this isn't just a creature feature. Like, this is so much more than that. And yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head whenever you said, like, this is such a typical Bong Joon-ho movie. Like, and now that we've watched some of his movies, we do realize that there is a lot of like political stuff in it. There's like the underlying social commentary and cultural aspects and whatnot. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, like I would have never expected that from this movie. <clears throat> and he did it really well. Um, absolute fucking roller coaster of emotions in this one. Yeah. Like we would go from like laughing our asses off at a funeral to like almost crying at the end of the movie. Like mm-hmm. it was just, I don't know. I think it was a perfect blend of like action, horror, mm-hmm. thriller, drama, comedy. Like it was just a really good blend of all of them. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it was maybe a little bit too long. Like we probably yeah. could have cut like 10, 15 yeah. minutes out of it. I probably would have been happy with that. Um, there were a few scenes that kind of dragged on a bit, but overall, very good story wise. Uh, in quality, I gave it an eight out of 10 as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I feel like the acting was like fucking top tier in this movie they did mm-hmm. such a great job from like everybody from like the youngest kid all the way up to the old man mm-hmm. um even like the little side characters like the the homeless guy that uh Namil is like that he wakes <laughs> yeah. up be- beside and like shit like that it's just like everybody in this movie was great um i found it had a very good score i really liked the score whenever Gong Du is like running on the bridge beside the monster. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really like, I don't know, it's good tension building. Uh some really great imagery. Um, specifically, like one scene that really stood out to me, I just thought it looked so good was at the end, whenever it's the whole protest thing, and they're releasing all of the the brown gas. Mm-hmm. And there's just one protester standing alone and he's got his gas mask on. He's got a sign up and he's just standing there. And then he just gets enveloped in this like brown smoke. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just something about that scene that was so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, creature design was great, like I said, but the CGI was very off. Uh, and like that first scene, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, mm-hmm. but like that attack on the beach, it felt like very Jaws-like. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Whether or not he meant for it to be, it I feel like it paid like a good homage mm-hmm. to Jaws. Yeah. yeah. It's like all the chaos on the beach. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I gave both an eight at a time. I, I really enjoyed this movie a lot more than I was expecting to. Yeah. I didn't know because, like, like I said, like everyone's talked about this movie and I think liked it for the most part. Um, but yeah, glad we finally watched it. Yeah. Agreed. All right, well, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they scored it. The critics' consensus, as populous pleasing as it is intellectually satisfying, the host combines scares, laughs, and satire into a riveting monster movie. Nailed it. Yeah. So, excuse me, what do you think the critics scored it? I'll go 76%. 93%. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was on 156 reviews and an average score of 7.7 7 out of 10. So you're very close to the average score. The audience score wasn't quite as good, though. They gave it a 72% mm-hmm. on 100,000 ratings and an average score of 3.7 out of 5 or a 7.4 out of 10. Okay. What's right. Letterboxd have for us? Letterboxd is the exact same. It's a 3.7 out of 5. 
Uh, I give it a three and a half. You give it a four. Um, I honestly feel like after I watch this movie one or two more times, my score will probably go up. Um, I'm definitely going to try and find this movie to buy physically. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause yeah. Uh, our friend Alan gave it a two out of five. Yep. Um, Nathan from I Hope You Suffer gave it a four out of five, a movie he actually likes. <laughs> uh, Anthony from Porcelain Peak gave it a four out of five. I doubt anyone from HMC has watched this. Don't think. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Slash and Captain, three out of five. And that's it. All right. Cool. All right. You ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. What did you give for a scare rating? Scare rating, I'll give it a two out of 10. Uh, probably almost a one, but. I feel like the creature resign was pretty scary, like not scary, but weird and grotesquely looking. Um, mm-hmm. Was maybe a little bit of suspense, but honestly, it's not uh, not that scary of a movie. Yeah. Uh, scariest scene. I'll just go with the opening scene with the creature, especially on first watch, because you don't know. I didn't know what to expect seeing the thing. Um. So yeah. Just like when it's like running slow mo, and then is like eating the fat guy, and then the <laughs> Gondu hits it with like the stone sign. Just like turns around, and look at him, like Did you just fucking hit me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'd say I'll go with that scene. Okay. And then would I survive? Um, I feel like I could outrun pretty much maybe most of the people on the beach that day. So okay, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Uh, my scare rating, I gave it a three out of ten. Oh, okay. Um, I just said like although the CGI was crappy, the monster design was really well done, as I've previously mentioned. Um, and it was like, it was a scary thing to see. Like, if the CGI would have been better, like mm-hmm. it's like picturing in like two thousand six mm-hmm. when this was good CGI, probably like yeah. It was probably a pretty scary monster. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, like, the whole idea of it. And, like, factor in the whole, like, fake virus thing and, like, the mm-hmm. all the doctors and all that shit. Just kind of, like, a scary thought, I guess. Yeah. Um, scary scene, I said the same as you. The first attack with the monster. Uh, like, our first view of it is just it hanging underneath the bridge and then mm-hmm. once it once we see it up close it's like holy shit like this has a lot yeah. more going on than i thought it did and like there's like slow motion chase scenes that scene where it like goes into the trailer and just like mauls everybody mm-hmm. children being taken away like it's just it's a lot yeah. going on uh would i survive i said i'd like to think i could just because this thing has my kid and i would stop at nothing to get them back Plus, if this idiot could kill it, I think anybody could. Yeah. I mean, he does have help, but... He does, yeah. There's a group of us, I think we could take it. Yeah. Um, Let's have a couple thoughts before I wrap up. All right. This movie reminds me of a movie that came out, but an American kind of version of this, Cloverfield. Yeah. 
because that movie has a lot of infection, you know, government stuff happening in it. Mm -hmm. And then also, what do you think is the host? Oh, that's true. Can I tell you what I think? Yes. I think the host is Gondu. Hmm. Because they kind of say that he's like the host of the infection kind of thing. Like he's mm. the main guy who gets the the animal's blood on him. That's true. Or it could be the actual creature itself too. But I feel like that's kind of like the obvious answer. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That's a good point. I never really even thought of the title of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we both had a great time with this movie. Yeah. I had a good time talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we never discussed what our second movie is going to be. No, we didn't. No. <laughs> so which one do you want to do? Uh, let's do Mother. Mother? That's not the full title of it, is it? Yeah, I think so. That's the one that we wanted? I thought so. God, we are so prepared. Because there's five movies we're doing. Oh, yeah, that's right, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I was thinking of Memories of Murder. All right, yeah, okay, we'll do Mother next. Cool. From 2009. Not the uh, the Mother. <laughs> With Jennifer movie. Lawrence. That is... Uh, that's I've a watched that movie. movie once and I that's like the worst movie I've ever seen in my life I'm gonna make you watch it again because I actually liked it alright so wait till July we'll talk about Mother again <laughs> <laughs> alright so yeah next week we'll talk about Mother not the Jennifer Lawrence one um, and it'll be another first watch for us yeah cited as always me too but getting late we're gonna wrap this up if you guys want to catch us on social media you can find us at a podcast on elm street on instagram facebook and youtube if you click the link in our bio on instagram you'll find links to our t public account where we have our merch there's also links to our patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way and there's links to our individual letterbox accounts our discord server and anywhere that you can listen to us thank you for listening in a slice Yep. And we'll talk to you next week. See you later.